Time to go to the UK and get some perspective on what's gone on uh, with these charges handed to Manchester City and other news in football over there. And uh, joining us, we get him on from time to time, football journalist with The Sun over there in the UK, Alan Nixon. Alan, a very well, good evening to you. How are you? A very good morning to you guys. Yeah, I'm great. Thanks. Well, let's start. In fact, uh, as I just mentioned before, the situation at Leeds and them sacking their manager the other day... Uh, Ange Postacoglu, who we've been tracking very closely naturally here in Australia and his success there at Celtic and and what his possible next move could be. What are you hearing as far as or seeing as far as his chances of potentially ending up at Elland Road? I think Ange is too good for Leeds United at the moment. I think he's destined to get one of the really top jobs in England whenever he wants to. If one of the Giants comes along in the next year or so, I think his name's going to be right up there because of what he's done on the doorstep. Leeds just now seem to be looking to more towards um, the manager of Kyle Viacano, a fellow called Iriola, who was a tremendous player. And very significantly played under Marcelo Bielsa. Uh, and I can see Leeds looking for the next Bielsa because he was such a success for them. I'd rather go for the old guy himself and bring him back go for one of his top students. I think that's a name I'd watch for that job above MDLs. I think Ange will get a job in the Premier League within the year, possibly. Uh, but I think he'll get probably a more stable number to go to than Leeds. Because Leeds right now are in danger of being relegated. And I don't think you'd want to make your first job in England walking into that particular battlefield. He doesn't have to. His reputation is high. And I think there'll be other jobs, maybe in the summer, They'll come along, and I would expect them to figure more prominently in those races. Yeah, well, we're hoping so over here, Alan. We we can't wait to see what Ange can do if he gets an opportunity in the Premier League. But one of the big stories, no doubt, over there in Europe, and it's made its way across here to Australia, is Manchester City and the possible sanctions. Can you just sort of give our listeners um, a bit of an insight into you know how this has come about and what the likely uh, sanctions may be for Man City? Sure. It's been uh, something that uh, the Premier League claimed to have been looking at since 2009. I don't know why they're only coming up with it now. Um, the trouble is, I think, underlines the whole thing. It's jealousy amongst other clubs who look at Man City and say, look, how can we stop these? They're too good. They have a lot of money to spend. And do you know what? They spend it wisely. They spend it well. So they're trying to trip them up uh, and maybe stop this happening in the future. I've got to say I detest FFP. I think I don't think you should have a system where you stop people spending money. You know, th- this is good money. This is clean money. It's not backdoor stuff. And I tell you what, if you've ever been to Manchester City before and after, you'll see that uh, the Abu Dhabi people have been unbelievable yeah. for that football club. What they've done for it on and off the pitch. It's a centre of excellence. Um, and yet here we are trying to take a, a strip off them. Alan, Clearly, yeah. this, is, this, this, is, this is going to go on for years. That's, mm. that's the sad thing about this. This is going to put a cloud over it. Yeah. Whatever the initial result of the findings is, it'll be challenged, and it'll be challenged again. The only winners will be the lawyers. And an obscenity today is in the paper talking about the lawyers and the money they're going to make. I'm sorry. Right. I didn't fall in love with football to see it settled in a court. Yeah. Alan, how does this affect, because it's it's all the way back to 2009, yeah. how does it affect the current player? Because surely 
with something, and as you say, it's going to continue to go on for years. Yeah. Surely this can't touch the players. I don't think so. No, I don't think it can. Um, it, it does. It, the Premier League, it's not an independent body. It's 20 clubs, isn't yeah. it? And of those 20, five or six of the bigger ones are very jealous of Manchester City. Mm. And they've had a little bit of a hissy fit behind the scenes. Right, let's get them. We might have got them in something. Let's make their life difficult. I hate to say it, but that's the way football clubs work these days. You know, political points scored and all the rest of it. So it, it will annoy Manchester City. Just ain't quite cool about it. But it's going to be a pest for some time. The players just now, they've got problems of their own. They're not playing particularly well. Pep's messing around with the team just a little bit. Everybody thinks they're going to come good and catch Arsenal. But suddenly, there's doubts on and off the pitch. Mm. But I tell you what, in a funny way, it might galvanise them. They might have made a mistake here. The players might think, all right, us and them. So Alex Ferguson was famous for it. He used to round the wagons. Uh, and you know, and say the world was against them. Well, Manchester City may just do the same thing. They may just say, "Well, I tell you what, you all hate us. Well, we're going to show you what we are all about." And uh, this might even kickstart the season. Do you think Pep Guardiola will hang around though? Yeah, I, I mean, he said before, but this, this has come up once or twice in the past. He said, "Look, they've assured me nothing's been done wrongly. Um, if it was, if he was lied to, then he'd have an excuse to leave." I don't think this is going to come to a head shortly. So that will not be a deciding factor for me in how long Pep stays. Pep's one of these guys, if he gets bored with it, that's your big problem. If he thinks, no, there's not much more I can do here, it's time to go, I'll take a year or two out. He's fortunate enough when he could do that. I don't think all this background noise right now, it'll annoy him, it'll irritate him, but I don't think it'll actually force him to walk away. He's just not that type. And just on Pep Guardiola, Alan, uh, reports recently of a rift between uh, the manager and Erling Haaland as well. I guess considering, you know, these sanctions or these charges that have come against the club, talk of that, they're five points behind Arsenal. Is it the Gunners' title to lose this year, in your opinion? No, I think Manchester City still win it. I mean, they've got to get their act together because there's no doubt. I mean, there are some strange selections just now. He definitely disciplined Cancelo when he whipped him out of the team and then got rid of him at Bayern Munich. I think that was a lesson to others that, you know, I'm still a manager here. Uh, we might be all very matey and all the rest of it most of the time, but I'm still the boss, so you're going to play the way I want. Haaland's signing, I mean, it's a funny one. He, absolutely brilliant goal scorer, but it has meant that the team has played a little bit differently. Uh, but that's the kind of thing I think actually stimulates Guardiola. I think he likes solving problems. He doesn't want it straightforward. He wants to have a little, you know, he'll throw a fullback into midfield just to see how it works, like he did against Tottenham at the weekend. It didn't work particularly well, but I think he's the type of guy that needs new ideas and stimulation to keep him going. But he's got so many good players. I think eventually they will catch up on Arsenal. But hey, look, Take nothing away from Arsenal. They've been smashing this season. But if you saw the Everton game at the weekend, that when push came to shove and that became a really tough game for them, they didn't find an awful lot. And they're going to have so many of these games in the running. It's not just going to be about the ability that they undoubtedly have. It's about the experience of knowing how to get results when things aren't going too well and how to get it over the line. It's so long since they got it over the line. 
None of these lads in that team will have experienced this. And I think that will count against them ultimately. Now, Alan, I've been working on this show the last couple of years in Meadow. Our co-host over here is a mad Liverpool supporter. And for the last couple of years, know. all he keeps talking about is Liverpool. But this year, at the end whisper. of last year, we haven't heard anything. What's going on strangely over there? Well, well, I think he's, a, he's strangely silent. He's a very good at coffee and he's not come back for too much. <laughs> uh, I would, uh, it's, it's a shame. I mean, people take great delight in seeing good teams fall off their perch. I don't, because Liverpool were great fun to watch. But the minute for me they lost um, up front when, when uh, Sani left, um, that was a major loss. If somebody with that amount of pace out of your team, you couldn't play the way you wanted to play because they would spring at you. They would run at you so fast and so skillfully. You know, you would lose a goal. Um, Mo Salah's now got to do it all on his own. That, that magic three somebody had, he's the only one left. And Nunes hasn't quite hit it off. The midfield's getting older, running out of legs. And do you know what? When they were the quickest team about, they were the quickest team about. But you watch the Premier League this season, other teams are quicker and by a distance. If you watched the way Brighton playing against Liverpool recently, they were so fast that Liverpool couldn't keep up. Now, if you combine the loss of your own speed and the fact that some of your key men are getting older, Henderson doesn't play so much, Alcantara's never going to win a sprint, good player that he is, then the game is actually overtaking them a little bit and they're going to have to start again, think of a new way of doing it, probably get some younger, quicker players in. The big question is going to be, does the big manager fancy this? Another rebuild job? I think that's the one that's going to intrigue us all because he might just look at us and say, I don't know if I can repeat this again. And he might just walk away. Well, Alan, great time of the year with, of course, the knockout stages of the Champions League coming up as well. Really appreciate your time this morning. I'll tell you what, our cricketers are looking forward to getting over there later this year and encountering Bazball and uh, England changing the world in cricket. And uh, we're looking forward to that as well. So I appreciate your time this morning or this evening for you. Looking forward to the summer myself.